Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you are indeed Locked On Magic. Today is October 4th, 2016. My name is Philip Rossmanike. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com, and I'm coming to you with results. Well, game results at least. I don't know what other results you would be expecting, but the Orlando Magic played their first game of the preseason on Monday over in Memphis, a 102-97 defeat. We'll talk all about it, break it down, at least what I can decipher from reading a box score and from listening to the game on radio uh, as we get set for the season. That'll be the last game that I won't be able to watch because every other game will be on TV or at the Amway Center. So, uh, you know, you get through this one, you know, we get through the little hiccups of preseason, but uh, again, the, the Orlando Magic uh, get get their season started. We'll break that down completely here on Locked on Magic. I'm also going to talk Real briefly about a big issue for the Magic, and that's rim protection uh, and uh, Bismack Biombo and some of the early impressions from camp about him as we dive deeply into this episode. I'm not anticipating going super long uh, on uh, on on the Magic Grizzlies game. It is the first preseason game after all. Not a lot to not a lot of conclusions to draw, uh, as I noted on yesterday's podcast. But before we get going, I do want to remind everyone that you can subscribe to the podcast on Audioboom, iTunes, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. Great place to find the podcast, get it downloaded automatically to your listening devices. Or if you just want to listen to one-off episodes or go back and look through our archives from, from throughout the summer, that would be the place to go. We do appreciate all the subscriptions, all the listens, uh, and of course, uh, all the comments and ratings. Uh, if you give us a, a five-star rating, that greatly helps us uh, grow the podcast, climb those iTunes ratings. Be sure to tell your friends as Magic Season begins as well. And I do want to also advertise a little bit or at least tell you all about the great work done on the on the Locked On Podcast Network. Uh, Chris Manning of Locked On Cavs does a great job. He spoke to Dave Zirin of Sports on Earth about LeBron James uh, and national anthem protests. That's something I wrote about on OrlandoMagicDaily.com as well. Um, it's an issue throughout sports, and Dave Zirin is a fantastic guest. Uh, really insightful on these issues, and Chris does a great job hosting Locked on Cavs, so I encourage you to go check that out. We are, though, going to focus in on this Orlando Magic game that happened Monday night. The Orlando Magic fall to the Memphis Grizzlies, 102-97 at the FedEx Forum. As I tell everyone, the score in a preseason game does not matter. Who cares what the score is? What matters is, are you getting the work in that you need to do? Are you kind of going in the right direction, and I think unequivocally we can say that the Magic went in the right direction generally with this first game. The effort seemed to be there. The 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 energy seemed to be there. They seemed willing to run uh, almost too much sometimes because they committed a ton of turnovers, uh, more than 20 in the game, uh, which is normal for uh, this point of the season. I mean, we're not expecting them to be perfect at this point of the season, but, you know, you got... A lot of guys with four turnovers. The Magic end up with 23 turnovers in the game. And yeah, that did hurt them. 
in the final result. But the Magic also did a lot of things really, really good. And we can't ignore those as we break down this team. First thing that did really, really well is Evan Fournier came out, shot the ball really, really well, seemed to have a very strong game, 18.7 for 9 shooting uh, in 23 minutes, made three of his five three-point shots of just a really solid effort, you know, got into good rhythm, and and all the reports that he was kind of dialed in and ready to go this preseason seemed to be true. He was attacking, he was making shots, um, helping move the ball but not getting assists. A lot of that assist work actually went to another guy who, you know, we have to note had a good game, and that's Nikola Vucevic. Uh, Vucevic had 11 points, 9 rebounds in uh, 22 and a half minutes. Played a lot with Bismack Biombo. Of course, Serge Ibaka was out with knee soreness still, so uh, not a hu- I mean, not a huge surprise. And Frank Vogel said, you know, it may be something they're going to continue experimenting with and do on a limited basis. Uh, but Vucevic seemed to hold his own. He made a three pointer at the end of the half. Actually, got a rebound, took the ball down to the other end of the floor, and did a pull up three pointer at the halftime buzzer to to keep the magic in in things, uh, as well as you know just seeing Nikola Vucevic hit and take three-pointers comfortably is certainly an interesting develop, something that we suspected was happening or he said he was working on throughout the offseason. The Magic got good efforts from their two big guys. Bismack Biombo also had a solid game, five points. That's That part's kind of expected. Uh, but also uh, uh, 10 rebounds. Didn't block any shots, but seemed to change a lot of shots and, and mix things up in the paint. The Magic were in control of this game for much of the first half. Uh, they seemed to have things going their way. They were able to kind of keep pace. They were making shots, making threes, which is something we didn't completely expect from the Magic this season. Uh, had a couple guys make make shot, make some three pointers, and so that's a good sign as well. Uh, again, you don't want to look, don't want to dive too deep into the box score. Fournier was done essentially by the end of the third quarter, as was Vucevic. They let a lot of the younger guys play. Uh, when the game mattered, uh, it ended up ending on a Wayne Selden three-pointer with 26 seconds left. Gave the Grizzlies a three-point lead. Magic kind of struggled to execute with with some of their uh, younger players out there. Steven, Steven Zimmerman uh, turned the ball over on an inbounds pass, uh, and that was that. That was the that was the end of the game essentially, and the, and the Grizzlies pulled out the win, 102 to 97. So again. Not a whole lot to draw from the game other than the Magic seemed to be going in the right direction. Yes, there was a lot that Frank Vogel would want to see more, but, but see improve, and then certainly more that, that he expects to improve. The defense especially. Uh, the Magic weren't quite there defensively yet, I don't think. Uh, generally, you know, certainly some stretches where they were good, stretches where they, they weren't good. It was hard to tell. Again, I was listening on radio. Game was not on TV. Could not find... Uh, any video of the game outside of a few highlights that that snuck out of FedEx Forum, uh, but it, it did seem like the Magic were doing the right things or, or intended to do the right things. That's kind of what I said yesterday. It, it, what matters more is the intention. Are you trying to do the right thing? Uh, not so much that you're executing it quite yet. If you can execute it, great. Don't don't get me wrong, but uh, you're you're trying to do the right thing. You're you're trying to be in the right spot. You're just not quite on the same page yet. And that's, I think, where the Magic are at. They're trying to get on the same page and trying to get better. Today, I, Monday, I think they got better. I think that they did what they needed to do. Um, they had their their some of their star players play well. Uh, certainly things they still need to work on, things they need to fine-tune. Uh, but no reason to be worried or upset coming out of this game. 
uh, you know, it's like it's like they say about golf tournaments. You can't win the tournament on the first day, but you certainly can lose it. Magic have something to work with. It appears uh, we'll we'll learn a little bit more as each preseason game comes through. Uh, as I said in a post I wrote on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, these first two games are really kind of an extended practice. Not expecting a whole lot. I think they want to kind of see what the foundation is, where what they still need to shore up and work on as they get a week to prepare for their next game after Wednesday's game in Cleveland. Uh, so the Magic, you know, will prepare themselves and, and get ready for that game and and see what they need to learn from there. So solid effort, 102-97 defeat. But the Magic, I think, got what they needed. And I, and I, I wrote this on the recap as well. The Memphis Grizzlies, I think, also got what they needed. So it was a, a good meeting of two teams, a good good kind of friendly scrimmage, if you will. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99. And our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. Uh, but, the, you know, the, the the big thing that we've talked about a lot this offseason is the magic becoming better rim protectors. That's been a, a huge, huge issue for the Orlando Magic since Dwight Howard left. You know, no offense to Nikola Vucevic. Nikola Vucevic is not a strong rim protector. Uh, he, uh, his, his field goal percentage allowed at the rim is not particularly strong. It was at 54%. And the Magic went out and acquired two guys who can protect the rim. Now, there is a pretty strong correlation between defensive rating and wins. We've talked a lot about that. And and, and our and, and our and writer on OrlandoMagicDaily.com, David Iwanowski, looked into this a little bit more for us. There's a, a, a very strong correlation between defensive rating and wins, as well as a very strong correlation uh, between field goal defense at the rim and defensive and defensive rating. If you if if you ha- if you're very good at defending at the rim, you're typically going to have a very good defense. And so therefore the logic would go if you're playing well, uh, if you're defending the rim well, you're probably going to be a good defense. And if you're a good defense, you're probably going to win. And so that put the Magic in a big predicament, obviously, as they were trying to get more serious about winning, is Nikola Vucevic has struggled on that end. And so now they brought in Serge Ibaka, they bring in Bismack Biombo to, to, do that, to, to do that. And the expectation now is the Magic are going to become better at this skill. Again, a preseason game is not anything to look at or to draw too many conclusions from. Uh, the Magic had the lead for most of the first half. Um, I, I thought that they were at least competitive in the game, uh, but the defense was certainly a problem. The Grizzlies shoot 47.2% from the floor. They had 5 of 24 three-pointers. Uh, they took advantage of a lot of the Magic's turnovers. Um, that's going to be something that happens with a team that's running at a faster pace or playing at a quicker pace, trying to get out and transition more especially as they're getting used to things. Uh, but uh, it's hard to, it's hard for me to say without having watched the game whether the Magic were able to successfully implement the defense they wanted to. Uh, Biombo certainly changed some shots and, and certainly helped uh, the team improve its play uh, on that end, but it's hard to say exactly exactly what impact. It's hard to say exactly what impact he had in this individual game. 
What we do know, though, is Biombo is going to provide some impact, just like we know that Serge Ibaka is going to provide some impact. Both of them gave up less than 50% shooting at the rim. I think Biombo was at like 45% defense at the rim against nearly seven field goal attempts per, per game at the rim that he defends. So, you know, essentially, you know, think of making a layup, think of taking a layup. You know, he's giving up less than 50% on layups, essentially. There's a trickle-down effect to, to what this defense means, too, and, and that can't be discarded, too. Uh, every player that we talk to about this, as, as we've kind of gotten, you know, t- to discussing what, what effect that, that Biombo's presence had, what Ibaka's presence has had, uh, you know, they all, like Evan Fournier, Aaron Gordon, Alfred Payton, they all kind of say the same thing, that, you know, we don't want to rely on them too much. We don't want to say, oh, you know, I can take this silly risk because there's a guy, because Biombo will just clean it up. But at the same time, they also know they can press up a little bit. They can put some pressure on a guy. They they can afford to get beat on some occasions because the, there is a guy behind him to clean it up. That is a, an incredibly powerful uh, thing to have. That is that is that is a big freedom to give to a, a, a young defender like an Aaron Gordon who is crazy athletic and probably stay in front of most guys, uh, but maybe last year couldn't put the same kind of defensive pressure on a player uh, because he didn't have that backstop behind him. That's going to change the character of the Magic's defense. And, and Frank Vogel said he wants to, a high-pressure defense. He, he does believe in that. I mean, I think he believes in having the the big kind of stay back and catch, which is something Vucevic has, do, has done throughout his career with, with the Magic, but still sometimes struggles with. Uh, it's a big, big thing. And so rim protection is really, really important because it frees your defense up to... to put pressure on the perimeter and make life harder for the guys on the perimeter as well as the guys in the paint. It, it, again, it's about having options. It's about having versatility. Uh, and that's something that a strong rim protector like a Bismack Biombo can do for a team. To what effect Biombo or Ibaka has, that remains to be seen. I'm still a little skeptical of, of having Vucevic play the five. I'm still a little skeptical of having him play the four. And so finding Vucevic's right fit is still a major issue including perhaps getting Vucevic to become a better rim protector on his own. Uh, Frank Vogel's Pacers teams had Roy Hibbert blocking shots, but they also had David West doing some good job positionally. David West isn't a shot blocker, uh, but he's very good at positionally at putting himself positionally to defend shots at the rim and make life hard for players. If, if Vucevic can learn some of those skills, and it's hard to know if he did in, Mon- in Monday's game because I couldn't watch it, but uh, it, you know if, if he can do that, then certainly the Magic will be a better defensive team. Uh, rim protection, as David reported, correlates well with higher defensive ratings, and better defensive ratings means more wins. And that's, you know, that's pretty simple transitive property stuff uh, for, for, for the math people uh, as the Magic are kind of deciphering what they're going to be. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details. But if you ask any of the Magic players uh, from the first few from the first week of camp, one player really did stick out 
and, and got mentioned more than any other, someone who really impressed them and kind of surprised them in many ways. And that would be Bismack Biombo. Bismack Biombo came to Orlando without much in the way of expectation. I mean, I think, I mean, obviously he got this big salary, so they're expecting him to bump up, but his role is essentially block shots, play defense, rebound, get putbacks. I mean, they're not going to run plays for him. That's just not his his forte at this point. But the Magic are going to, you know, I don't think the Magic quite knew what to expect from him personally, too. You look, when you hear what the Toronto Raptors had to say about Bismack Biombo, they seem to really miss him. It's going to be a big deal that they don't have him. Don't have him. Have him. Have him. Kyle the, told the Toronto media, you know, we could afford to be a, a half second late because we knew that Biombo was there to clean up our mistake. That's the kind of thing that the Magic are getting. Uh, you know, Glowry kind of joked that he almost cried when Biombo was leaving. And, and he seemed like everyone there was was happy for Biombo to, to get this opportunity with the Magic. When Biombo had his birthday last week, Kyle Lowry joked, you know, happy 40th birthday, Bismack. Uh, that's the kind of camaraderie that, that Biombo left behind in Toronto. And he still called everyone in Toronto his family and his brothers. That's the kind of attitude that, that Biombo was bringing to Orlando. And it was very, very clear, even early on in training camp, that that brotherhood ex- is beginning to form and beginning to exist, and Biombo is a big part of it. The first day of training camp, I've told this story a few times already, Biombo was the loudest guy encouraging players on, like taking kind of taking the lead as far as kind of pushing players. And certainly, he's not a guy that's going to make a, you know, going to help a lot on an offensive drill. I mean, he's just that's just not his game. But he's someone that that is just so full of energy and pushes other players to get better that it's hard not to follow him and not to not to be in his corner. And then he goes out and is your safety security blanket and is your safety valve on the defensive end with his ability to block shots and his ability to change the game defensively both on the perimeter and in the paint. Because uh, Biombo is perfectly capable of, of switching on a, on a pick and roll on a, on a few occasions. Biombo is is gaining that trust, and, and if the Magic are building chemistry, and and he even has good, it seems like he has great chemistry with Serge Ibaka already too, which is which was really kind of surprising me as well. In this game that the Magic are playing to build chemistry and get better, having having Bismack Biombo. Just be this energetic, likable guy is huge for the team, and is a good good start for the team as well. It's a good place for the Magic to start. It's hard to say what impact Biombo had in Monday's game and exactly how he fits into this team. I, a because he's probably not going to start next to Nikola Vucevic most nights, and B we couldn't watch. You know, there's no video of the game since neither neither the Magic nor the Grizzlies broadcast the game on TV. But it's also becoming very, very clear that Bismack Biombo does have a vital role to play for the Magic, both on and off the court. On the court as far as his defensive ability, and off the court as far as kind of keeping everybody loose. And that's something I've noticed about this Magic team, is they are focused, but incredibly loose. And that's those are characteristics that I would describe Bismack Biombo, and is frankly... Not something that I expected. I mean, I don't know what I expected from Biombo's personality, but he strikes me as someone who's very focused, very serious when he has to be, but also someone who keeps things loose, is positive with his teammates, 
is is a teammate that people trust to get the job done. And when you sign a guy in a free agency to, to whatever amount you sign him to, I think that's a very, very important thing uh, and obviously makes him uh, valuable for the team this year. We'll see how it all comes together, of course. Uh, for now, everyone loves Bismack Biyombo. It, it, it feels like everyone loves him. Uh, no reason not to at this point in the season. Uh, you know, there's, there's, it's still very, very, very early. But uh, Biombo seems to be uh, making a difference already for the Magic. That'll do it for today's show of Locked On Magic. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Audioboom, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You can uh, check out our, our older episodes, uh, catch up on everything this summer as well as well there. Uh, be sure to leave us a rating as well as a review. We do appreciate all the comments on the show. Good good reviews, those five-star reviews that you know you want to give on iTunes do help us climb those rankings and get the word out on the show. Be sure to tell your friends now that Magic Season has begun, you know that this is the place to go to get all your Magic news and analysis uh, every single day on your uh, on your uh, podcast-enabled listening device. So be sure to spread the word and help us Get the word out as Magic Season begins. I do have the other brief announcement to make, uh, just to send the word out as well. O- Saturday, October 15th, is the Orlando Magic's annual open practice. You can go to orlandomagic.com slash open practice to get your ticket. It is free. Saturday, October 15th at 2 p.m. I'll be walking around there, so you, you might see me, uh, and you'll get to see the Magic in action. Uh, they'll they'll be home uh, a few times before then, so you won't... Uh, lose too much uh you, you you won't you won't be seeing anything that isn't already seen and of course Wednesday's magic game against the Cleveland Cavaliers will be on NBA TV so you will get to see the magic uh before their home game against the San Antonio Spurs on October 12th that'll do it for me once again I want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast be sure to check out some of the other great podcasts uh other great podcasts on the Lockdown Podcast Network, that podcast with Lockdown Cavs. I highly suggest it. I've been listening to Lockdown Celtics as well, uh, checking out my friend, my friends John Corrales and Jay King. They do a great job covering the Celtics, so be sure to check those out as well as the other great podcasts on the network. We'll be back tomorrow with another episode of Lockdown Magic, getting, getting ready for that big matchup with the Cleveland Cavaliers. Maybe we'll see a win. Maybe we don't care if we see a win or not quite yet. Uh, but we'll see you then. Uh, I'll talk to you then. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. You are Locked On Magic, your daily Orlando magic podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ace is the place with the helpful hardware, folks. It's Ace's biggest LED light bulb sale of the year. Right now, buy one, get one free on our best-selling LED light bulbs. Our four-pack of LED bulbs is $9.99, and our two-pack of LED floodlights is only $12.99. Buy one, get one free. There's no limit on how much you can save, so stock up now. Hurry in. Buy one, get one free on long-lasting 10-year LED bulbs, now through Monday, only at your neighborhood Ace. See participating stores for details.